It's time for JT the Brick. This is about as good as it gets. <laughs> it is. There's some legends here. Now, no doubt right? about it. I can't believe the Raiders had Cliff Branch and Fred Blinnikoff um, on the same team, but uh, <laughs> but they had they had such a dynamic team. JT the Brick. I just loved it. I don't know. I just love the Raiders. I, I'm, I'm not sure why I grew up in Kansas. I love John Madden and Mark Van Eagle. Mark Van Eagle. Mark Van Eagle. Yeah. Um, guys like that. I just, I don't know. I just love the Raiders for some reason. Jackpot, baby! And now, here's JT the Brick. Wow, what a day today as we kick it off here. How about this, Raider Nation, on the flagship of the Silver and Black? JT with you as we are brought to you by our great friends at PTs. Good day to go to happy hour if you're a Raider fan with all the activity today. As the league year is starting here, it's hitting in our slot. All the breaking news, head on out and tip one back today. Five to seven. I might even meet you there at five before my seven o'clock show. And then the best happy hour in town, midnight to two. PTs, they fuel the monologue on what should be a very exciting monologue today as the Raiders have made more news than any team today so far. And it's early still out here on the West uh, Pacific time zone for all of our listeners who are streaming us around the globe, including Raider Crusader in London, who uh, texted me and got in touch with me earlier. So I'm excited. Never want to see players leave. Once a Raider, always a Raider. Welcoming in the new players and the upgrades. Once a Raider, always a Raider. But what a day today to see the news. And we'll go through all of it. And we want to hear from you. Let me give you the phone number because I want to go heavy on the phones today before we're backloaded on the second half of the show with a couple of guests that we booked. Some even before the breaking news today. 702-365-9200. You want to get right through the show, do it via Twitter. At JT the Brick. I'll read it. I'll get you up here if it's a great tweet. We'll read the tweet as I'm excited today as always. Representing the Raiders on the radio here for Lotus Broadcasting. We woke up today with the news that Carl Nassib was released by the Raiders and we wish him well. Nothing but good things to say about Carl Nassib, period. Adam Schefter reported a few hours ago Nassib will be designated a post-June 1 release. Saving the Raiders $8 million against the cap. And it'll give him time to find another team. Sports Track, who covers the media and the cap, says $3 million saved in the release immediate. $8 million saved as of post-June 1st designation. So that is a big deal. Our Carl Nassib, again, made global news when he came out as the first openly gay player, active player in the league. He came on with us. Uh, two days after that, a gentleman played his butt off for the Raiders, represented the Raiders well, and he will be back for decades to come, the way Mark Davis brings everybody back for alumni weekends, whatever. Carl Nassib, we thank you for being a Raider and for the career you've had and wish him well going forward. That's what we do on the show. So let's wish Carl Nassib well today, along with Yannick Ngakwe. As you know, I broke the story of Carl uh, Yannick Ngakwe coming to the Raiders when he came in. I felt like that was the player they were always targeting. I'm a big Yannick Ngakwe fan, big fan of his. We wish him well as he was moved in the blockbuster move for Chandler Jones, Yannick Ngakwe to the Indianapolis Colts for Rock Yassin, who is a solid cornerback in this league and should be project- projected as a starter for the silver and black. So let's wish Yannick Ngakwe well, because this guy was a hell of a Raider. He loved the Raiders. I can't imagine he's happy today. He'll reunite with Gus Bradley. They really want him in Indy. He's going to fit their scheme well. But the guy loved being a Raider. 
I've said it multiple times on this show. Ever since he came to the Raiders, he acted like an old soul who wanted to be a Raider for life. But this is a business, and this is how the business is run. And Ngakwe's gone because of the big, enormous news today that Chandler Jones is a Raider, and he breaks the bank in regards to off-season moves, as Ian Rappaport just reported, before I play some sound from Ian Rappaport, nine minutes ago, the Raiders are giving Chandler Jones a three-year deal worth roughly $51 million. As of now, that's tops of the pass rush market in free agency. So Chandler Jones is one of the most productive players ever, ever in the NFL, period. He's got 107 and a half career sacks. That's the most in the NFL since 2012. I'm not talking about 2018 or 19. So he just turned 32 years old. I think he's got a, f- a few rock-solid years left in him. He's a tremendous conditioned athlete. His brother's a UFC legend. The guy treats his body like a temple. He's healthy. He should come in and instantly be a superstar in Las Vegas, opposite Mad Max Crosby, who was recently extended by the Las Vegas Raiders. So with Chandler Jones on one side and Max Crosby on the other, you look at what Khalil Mack now does for the Chargers with Joey Bosa, and I think you could say this cancels it out. You could say that the Raiders have a better pass rush now. And the news that we woke up to today, Bilal Nichols, the defensive tackle from the Bears, comes to the Raiders on what I think is a really sharp deal as they got him for a really good price, and he's a player projected to start at defensive tackle. Remember, the Raiders got into free agency with Darius Phillips, a cornerback, a special teams player, not projected to be a starter, you never know, but a player that can play in the slot, can do a lot of different things here. But Rock Yassin coming in is a solid player in this league. Not a ball hawk. I know some are not going to like the fact that he has a ton of interceptions, but he is very good at that position. And as of now, he's going to start. So the Raiders got Chandler Jones, Rock Yassin, uh, Bilal Nichols, who should be a starter, a primary starter, a defensive tackle, and they're still in the market with Stephon Gilmore and whatever they're going to decide to do. But what an amazing couple of days here. Don't, we don't ever want me to be the voice of reason. I'm not. I'm not the voice of reason. But I came back from a trip on Monday and told everybody, just calm down. Everybody was taking shots and memes and saying the Raiders aren't going to do nothing and the Raiders are waiting till next year. Quiet them all. Quiet them all. They were wrong. They were wrong again. Quiet them down. They didn't get it right because the Raiders just quieted everybody by getting Chandler Jones, arguably the prized player in all of free agency when it comes to production. So that's what you got, Raider fans. You got a bunch of new starters as the league year starts. And what do we know? When I woke up today and I saw that Nichols was coming, the defensive tackle, I texted Mike North in Chicago from the Bears' war room, one of my favorite guests ever, the king of Chicago. He said he's going to come on and tell us about Nichols. He thinks he's a really good player. And then I had no idea that Chandler Jones was coming and Yannick Ngakwe was moving, and now we have that to add to the show. So this is a good time. But, but I thought before, I, I didn't think any of this was going to happen today. No one did. No one did. Nobody did. Adam Schefter, Ian Rapp, no one thought this was brewing and coming, and it shows us a few things. Number one, this is all business for Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. No leaks, 
No one panicking. No one. Uh, no rumors flying everywhere on what's happening. They are buried in a Henderson bunker doing these deals. We also know that they want their guys, just like Gruden and Mayock wanted their guys. They're bringing their guys in, and they're getting rid of players that they don't think are bad players. They're just not the players that they want to grow with. And what they're doing is they're trying to restructure contracts, make them cost-effective. There's a couple of pending extensions that we're assuming with Derek Carr, Hunter Renfro. They just did it with Max Crosby, so they're being, being very prudent with the cap and they're trying to do good deals. Bilal Nichols, the defensive tackle from the Bears, they could have announced that deal on Monday, and instead of $9 million, they might have overspent 10.5 or $12 million. But they waited and waited and got the deal they wanted. So I think these guys are really tight on the cap. They're trying to bring in players now that will fit Graham's system on the defensive side, and you got to be really excited about this. Now, with the bust of Damon Arnett, and the problems that the Raiders have had at corner, Casey Hayward played really well, and we've talked about that. But now with Rocky Sin coming in, who's a solid starter in this league, not a pro bowler, no, not saying he's a pro bowler, but a guy who's a very good, solid starter. I just went back and looked at his videos of an interception he had against Aaron Rodgers, which was phenomenal, and the amount of snaps that he played. So he's expected to come in. we got to hope that Trayvon Mullen, if he plays at a higher level, and then we're going to see what they do in the secondary. But also Jim Trotter from NFL Network, I was just watching before the show, and he's kind of like a great Raider insider, a national guy. He also talked about the fact that the Raiders aren't great on the back end. They're not great on the back end at all. So if you're not going to be great on the back end, you better have some pass rushers, and the Raiders have that now. So if the Raiders can really nail a defensive tackle and get another defensive tackle via free agency – who they decide to keep or get one in the draft, that pass rush rotation is going to be really good. It's going to be one of the premier in football if Chandler Jones and Max can stay healthy, and we're predicting that they will. Why wouldn't we? So a lot of moves today. Uh, Raider Nation react to this, 702-365-9200. And it just shows again that radio is a panic platform. It is. Twitter and radio are for people who like to panic and say the sky is falling, and oh my God, I can't believe what's happening here. These gentlemen who are now running the Raiders from the football side don't care about any of that. They're not listening to background noise. They're going to do their due diligence and bring in their players. And with Patrick Graham, they want players that can play and are not super elite, and they want to develop them. I talked to a source today who made a really good point, a really good point that I wanted to share here in the opening monologue of the show as we begin. What we've studied from the Belichick, Belichick's Harvard. He's Harvard, Stanford, or Yale. And you're looking at two guys who come in as professors under Belichick. Dave Ziegler, who's been in the war room, has been underneath Belichick as they build rosters. And then Josh McDaniels, the most qualified coordinator in NFL history because he's the only one with six Super Bowl rings. And what those guys did under Belichick was study the Patriot model. And every position on the team to the last player on the roster is expected to contribute. They don't care where they came from. They don't care about the college. They don't care about the money that came before them. They want the players to be valuable. And as I talked about this today with the source, they said, you got to understand, JT, they don't care. If they draft a guy in the second round and the undrafted guy's better, they're going to go with the undrafted guy. They're going to go with the best 
football players, period. So what they're doing now is clear. They're gutting the team of the players that they don't want, which is business, and that's what happens in business. They're bringing in the players that they trust and they think could fit the system. And then they're going to be very active, very active when it comes to the draft. Now, it looks like today Devontae Adams, the Packers presented him with a contract offer to make him the highest-paid wide receiver of all time. Uh, He didn't want to have that contract that would have been a franchise tag. So it looks like the Packers are getting closer with him, but there are no details on a deal there. Is there still room for a blockbuster deal? Could we still see Devontae Adams? Could we see Stephon Gilmore at a cheaper price? Could we see some of these other things happen? I don't know. I, I don't know, but I just know the Raiders are busy. I know they're busy. And I can tell you that Crosby, along with Chandler Jones, these guys are monsters. Monsters. Chandler Jones has had a much bigger career than Max Crosby. Max's career has just started, and he's playing great. I'm a huge fan of Max. But Chandler Jones is a different type of player. This guy's a freak, and he continues to be dominant. And you just got to hope that he's got a lot left in the tank. But I think Raider fans, if you look at the contract for three years, depending how we look at the cap hit and all of that, and that will come out, if you get two great years out of Chandler Jones in Las Vegas and the Raiders have 10 wins to begin with, this is the opportunity to recruit the elite players in football to come to this organization, which is something that I preached years before the Raiders moved to Vegas. Never knew they were coming, but once they got there, I understand the strength of Las Vegas, the tax base, no state taxes, and what you can do to recruit. And we're seeing some pretty good recruiting right here. So again, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm about an 8 today. I'm excited. I think, I'm sorry to see Yannick Ngakwe go. We wish Carl Nassib well. There's going to be other players that are let go. Nicholas Morrow. Nicholas Morrow, who was going to the Bears, who was, the Raiders were really excited about him last year. I still haven't heard anybody explain to me how he had an injury all year. Still haven't had anybody explain that to me, while, why he didn't come back in week 6, 7, 8, 9. And he was out all year because the Raiders were ready to put the captaincy on him. And he was going to be a starter and be an impact guy. And that didn't work out. So the Raiders are, are really doing an interesting job reevaluating the roster, the cap, and trying to bring in the best players possible. The breaking news, Tom Pellicero reported it. Here's Ian Rappaport on the big Raider announcement today. This is a two-part situation. First, colleague Tom Pellicero told us that Chandler Jones is headed to the Raiders. Now I am told Yannick Ngakwe, the standout pass rusher for the Las Vegas Raiders, is going to the Indianapolis Colts in a deal that includes cornerback Rocky Sin. Do not yet have the full and final terms here, but this is what we know. The Raiders have a new standout pass rusher, someone, of course, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler know from their time in New England. They loved Chandler Jones. They think he's going to be a huge, have a huge impact on their defense. And Yannick Ngakwe, who had a huge impact on the Raiders' defense last year under Gus Bradley, now goes to the Indianapolis Colts to play for their new defensive coordinator. Wait for it, Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley. Five teams for Yannick Ngakwe. Five teams. So he's moved around a lot. So that's where we're at, 702-365-9200. Bill Williamson, Raider Insider at the top of next hour. Mike North, also Don Logan, who runs the Aviators. I had him scheduled for a week. we got to fit him in. I'm running a fast show today. 
I begin with Chris in West Oakland on the way to Tahoe, where I'll be later this week going on a ski trip. Chris, check in. How are you? How's the drive? So far, so good. I'm just coming through Placerville, so I should be safe for a few minutes before I get in the mountains and lose you. And looking forward to seeing you and hoisting a couple. Uh, my two favorite days of the year, Thursday and Friday of the tournament. Haven't had a chance to do it in three years, and I'm, uh, I'm going to go at it hard. I'm 55, not 25, but what the hell, you only live once. Uh, I'm thrilled with these moves today, JT, and I told you a long time ago, more so than McDaniels, I was more excited about Ziegler and the way they evaluate talent. I'm going to miss Ngakwe, but we upgraded and we traded Ngakwe and we proved because we got a starting corner. I'd love to go out and get Gilmore. Rasul Douglas is also out there. I've heard there's interest. And also the fact that they're looking at the Honey Badger. It's clear that the Raiders have changed their philosophy, that they're looking for playmakers and ball hawks. I don't know how many they get these guys, but the fact that they just got the kid from uh, Sin from uh, – from mm-hmm. from Indianapolis Indy. that they're interested that they're it's India yeah, Indy they're interested in the honey badger. I've been hearing for the last two weeks or weeks since Russell Wilson. Oh, Derek Carr's the worst quarterback in the division. Well, you know what Derek Carr's had? He had the worst defense in the division. The Raiders are taking steps right now, and they're evaluating talent clearly in a different way. They're not looking to recreate Jack Tatum and George Atkinson. Even those guys could find the football. I don't need intimidators. I need ball hawks. If we can go out and get a linebacker right now, now you, we need a playmaker at all three levels of the secondary. I like the talent evaluation. I like the slow steps. I like what I'm seeing so far. And I just, I, like I said, I was really excited about Ziegler, and I think they're going to put together a hell of a defense next year and it's going to turn the ball over and that's how you change football games turnovers and, and just you know not necessarily three and outs but game changing plays strip sacks and interceptions we can't have another year where we only have five interceptions as an entire team anyway man i don't want a chance and i'm going to lose it here pretty quick probably in uh reception looking forward to see i'm going to have some stogies tomorrow will be the eighth anniversary of my dad's passing there'll be plenty of drinks on saint patrick's day and i'll hoist one for you until you get there friday my friend looking forward to seeing you talk to you later yeah heading up to tahoe for a little skiing this weekend looking forward to that and thank god this news that came today I needed this happen today, and hopefully there's breaking news Friday, and we'll have it for you here on Raider Nation Radio. Exciting day. You know, as Chris is talking about the defense under Graham, and I'm going to spend some time talking about him over the next couple of days. We accumulated all the sound that I haven't been able to play yet from the coaches as they were introduced to the media, and we like what we're hearing there. You know, when you release players, it doesn't mean those players are done. Carl Nassib, Yannick Ngakwe, it doesn't mean they're finished with their careers. It just means that the new regime that comes in wants a different type of player and a different scheme. And Chandler Jones fits this scheme well because he knows the two individuals who are bringing him in. It's a lot of money. Look, they're paying Chandler Jones, you know, this $50 million contract. We know that Derek Carr and his extension is looming. Hunter Renfro, Max Crosby, players that are going to get extended and get paid. But in order to do that, you got to let go of some players, take some cap hits, spread out the dead money over years, and then hope the capologist, who I know very well over in Henderson, can find a way to make the numbers work. But this is a very complex time for the Raiders, very complex. After what happened with Coach Gruden and the way he left early in the season, an interim head coach came in. They fought down the stretch to make the playoffs. New coaches come in, brand new coaches, only one kept. It's a brand new time. So this is a team that wants to build on 10 wins, but they want to do it their way. And their way, I think it's going to be a little bit more conservative, 
But is Chandler Jones conservative? That's not a conservative move. You're getting an aging edge rusher. Okay, he's not 24, 25 years old, but one they believe has got a couple of big years left, and you're locking him in to be a cornerstone piece alongside Max Crosby, who's just growing into his first contract extension and is a superstar potentially in this league. So the other players that are going to have to make this team and the other players that are going to have to keep their job on this team, that's the storyline. Who stays, who goes? A lot of times it's, it's not drama, it's not gossip. Players go. You know, we, I really hope we get some Yannick Ngakwe calls today about how great of a Raider he was for one year. I get a chance, one of my honors is to host a lot of these alumni events. And there are guys who come back that only played one season with the Raiders. One. There are guys who come back, they get a brick, a legacy brick, out in front of the stadium they played for one year. I really feel like Yannick Ngakwe had a tremendous impact in this community in only one year. He loved being a Raider. And I hope that Chandler Jones loves it the same way, which I assume he is. Are the Raiders done yet? Who do they need to get? We'll talk about Bilal Nichols coming up, the defensive tackle with Mike North, who knows him well. And Mike tweeted out, Raiders got good value on that deal. I want to learn more about him coming up here. 702-365-9200, March Madness. I finally filled out my bracket. I'll tell you who I have winning that. Coming up here in a little bit and so much more to get to. 211, Steel Reserve, opening up the show here on the flagship. Go ahead. What's up, JT? Hey, look, man. You know what? I don't know about any other fan base, but I know the Raider fan base, Raider Nation. We fall in love with our players, and we love all our players. We're so loyal. We're so dedicated, and we're so passionate. that We just hate to see our guys go. But I'm going to tell you something. Yannick hits different. Yannick was trying to – he said it himself. He was trying to get here a season ago, and it Mm -hmm. didn't work out. He finally got here, and the drive and love and, and the passion he showed for this team reflected the fan base, and I loved it, and it hurts to see him go. It really does, uh, JT. And uh, But I, I definitely like the Jones pickup. To send Yannick somewhere where he wants to go, with, you know, send him packing over there where he wants to be there with Coach uh, Bradley, and then to pick up a piece that we truly need. We need help in the secondary. And, uh, man, I like what the guys are doing already. You were the voice of reasoning yesterday. I'm not the one to panic. I was, I'm not a panicking guy. I know a lot of the Raider Nation is running with, like, their hair on fire. But you know what? Just chill. I like this new process. I like them. I like what they're doing. I love it. I love it. The, I said it yesterday. The offense needs a little bit of tweaking. But they, and, and if they can get that defense to spruce up a little bit, oh, man, watch out. It's going to be a tough division. But I tell you what, we ain't going to be no walk in the park either, though. Raider Nation, how if you hear me? Raiders! The defense just got better. Uh, the defense needs to get even better. The ne- defense needs to get better on the back end. That's why those who are cautiously optimistic of Honey Badger coming in from Kansas City, who is an absolute playmaker, period. You know, at the safety position, absolute playmaker, or to bring in a guy like Stephon Gilmore, who has had a brilliant career, even though he hasn't played much over the last couple of years, the market is dropping on Stephon Gilmore and Honey Badger. So that's what's happening with Dave Ziegler now. The market is dropping, and that's where you want to get going. And, and that's really what I was going to say today as we opened up the show. If, if none of these deals happen today, my monologue, which I think about over my first cup of coffee in the morning, was, what the hell am I going to talk about today? What, Carl Nassib being released? That's not going to carry me for two hours. Then boom, boom, boom. All these deals happen. And the issue becomes they're going to do it on their terms, and they're looking for value, and they're looking for the market to get lower 
to go get the players they want. They're not going to spend all this money. Josh McDaniels hasn't coached a game yet for the Raiders. Dave Ziegler hasn't been through his first draft yet. They're not going to give up a whole bunch. Now, would they have to give up a whole bunch to get Devontae Adams? Yeah. They'd have to give up a bunch of first-round picks. They'd have to do a trade. They'd have to go all in. Do you believe that they wanted that to be their legacy, early legacy, as they give up draft equity, they go all in on a blockbuster trade, they got to break the bank for the player? Don't know. Maybe they still will. Maybe there's one more nugget out there. Maybe there's one more really big deal that the Raiders are set up to do because they're moving the money around so they'll have the flexibility to do this. And then depending on the size of the car contract extension, I never talk Derek money, how they're going to be able to set aside money for that. Very complex time. And I think they have the right guys here in front to do it because they come in with the Belichick principles, which tend to be, hey, let's take the guys we got, let's make them better. Let's coach them up, let's make them better, and then take a look at the roster and only let the best players play, the guys who earned it the most. That's what the Raiders are doing now, and I think most of the fans understand that. Coming up, Baker Mayfield mentally collapsed. I'm a Baker fan. Love Baker Mayfield. I really think he is a franchise quarterback. Broke the rookie touchdown record. Rookie touchdown record after winning the Heisman. He's a good player. He's mentally breaking down now. I don't like to see that. And we'll talk about some of the other deals that are out there. Some of the restructures and biggest names that could still be on the move. An exciting day. 702-365-9200. We're brought to you by Remy Martin. Team up for excellence. Here's the snap. Prescott has time. He's going to run out of it. He's hit and tackled. Brought down by Yannick Ngakwe with a huge tackle. Prescott thought he was going to scramble for the first down. And number 91 said, not so fast, young man. Brent Musburger on the call. Yanni Kankakwe gone to the Colts. Rock Yassin comes over. A Raider news at your autumn win tweets. Raiders acquire cornerback Rock Yassin. He was the fifth graded corner last season in man coverage and also had a top 20 grade overall. He was easily the best player in the Colts secondary. So he comes in, a big guy, big kid, upper body He'll show up as a starter for the Raiders at the cornerback position, assuming. And they also added some depth with Darius Phillips early here in free agency as the league year this year. Looking for some Raider fan reaction. You got a couple of players who are gone, and we'd like to get reaction to those players and thank them on the way out. Carl Nassib, Yannick Ngakwe, Nicholas Morrow. There'll be other players released who will move on or a trade. Raiders made a trade and a signing today, which is important. So they're entering free agent, see, with Bilal Nichols, the defensive tackle from the Bears, who's put up some really good numbers. And I went back and looked at video of him this morning and to see some of the impact plays that he's had. And a a lot of big ones there on a defensive line that was stout. So he's got to come in and and have a huge impact in whatever the new rotation is going to look like. And then I still think that there's room left for one more player in that secondary. Does it have to be a huge name? Stephon Gilmore? Honey Badger, don't know. I mean, could be. One of those guys there, they'll cost a little bit more, but we know that the market is resetting and the market is going down. So Raider Nation, how do you feel today? Because I was here Monday, 
and Tuesday, and it wasn't really good. There wasn't much going on, and there was a chance that we would get here by Thursday and Friday of this week where the Raiders didn't do much, and they would have kind of backed out of free agency, and we would have had a clear clue that the focus wasn't free agency. It was all about the draft. Now we don't. Now we think that they found the value players they wanted. They did a blockbuster deal with Chandler Jones, who's one of the most productive football players ever. Let me repeat that again. I'm not just talking about this. 107 and a half sacks. He's a proven player. He's a Super Bowl champion. But he's had the most in the NFL since 2012. You look at some of the players that have been in this league since 2012. J.J. Watt, you go to the best pass rushers who have been out there all around the league. Raiders got the most productive one. How much does he have in the tank? He's a beast. How many plays is he going to play? How many snaps? You leave him out there to play. He's solid against the run. He's elite against the pass, along with Max Crosby. And look, Max was very productive with Yannick Ngakwe on the other side. Very productive with Yannick on the other side. You've got to assume he could be even more productive with Chandler Jones. Passionate Raider must be excited today, I'm assuming. Go ahead. Thanks for waiting. You're on the flagship. Good afternoon, JT. Yeah, you know, JT, I say that you did. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not panicking. It wasn't a panic move. It's just as you know, it's just it's just you see everyone else in our division making moves, and, and and with what we have right now and the holes in our roster, you know, it just it's just it's just concerning. But I feel the same way too. Love does about Yannick, man. I mean, no, Yannick was another. It's just it's just another thing the Raiders that have, they have always done, and it still always confused me. Is they always trade away uh, a player who who has who has some type of voice on a team. It's just like we always just seem to let them go too early. Yannick was a great partner to Max. Yannick was a great leader on that defense. And we know he was a great leader in that locker room, man. And he he had, he was one of the ones that held us together through last year when it was falling apart. And, and, and players brought Yannick, he's going to be happy. He's going over there to, it seems like, maybe a little bit more stable organization. But now he's got Chandler in the middle, which is a great pickup. I'm happy about Chandler Jones. He's a great player. You know, you say something on, on, on Twitter about pathetic. You're not pathetic as in now Yannick's gone, which was a great later. So we lose our end. So that makes me, that's now it's making me think who's our end going to be? Who's the other end going to be? We did pick up a quarterback. I do like the quarterback side. I did see. They're the fifth in the league at Matt Peppers from what this defense is going to run. We know we have to get after a quarterback. But, JT, still, still back here, we all still want to see what's going to happen with this quarterback on this offensive side of the ball and who's going to be guarding for him and who is he going to be throwing the ball to. Because we know it can't be another big, big, big money receiver. And it's not going to work that way. So I'm still concerned because there's still a lot of teams, a lot of holes on this team. And we did take up a solid piece. We did take up a good locker room guy. So, hey, let's go meet some quarterbacks. Let's go. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Thanks. and again, I know you're, you're not a fan of Derek Carr. I am. Uh, the big story out there is Deshaun Watson today. I'll get to that. Been talking about that a lot on my national show at night. Deshaun Watson has now gotten Baker Mayfield to freak out. Deshaun Watson went into a meeting with Cleveland, and then Baker Mayfield went to Instagram and basically gave this swan song goodbye to Cleveland, even though it's highly unlikely that Deshaun Watson's going to sign with Cleveland in a trade. He went there because 
Houston approved it. It's one of the teams. But I think Atlanta now, Carolina was always the front runner, I thought. But Baker Mayfield was going to be available. It looks like pretty shortly here because he's checking out. Baker Mayfield acted like a 15-year-old girl in high school who didn't get invited to a dance. It's embarrassing what he did. Just throwing all of his love to Cleveland, basically saying goodbye, taking Cleveland quarterback off of his social media. Just pathetic. And I love Baker Mayfield. Love him. I love what he's done early in his career. He got drafted by a really bad franchise in Cleveland that never wins. He played injured last year. You know, he's a good player, and he's going to need a change of address, but I don't like the way he's handling it now. You know, the quarterback market is going to change with Deshaun Watson. He's super elite. I have him in the top five. I have him better than Lamar Jackson, who has an MVP. I think Deshaun Watson is just as good athletically, just a little bit behind Lamar Jackson as a runner, but I think he can do more with his arm, and he's led his team. He's a great leader. But he's had personal transgressions with all these accusations by women. He will not be criminally charged. So now there's four or five teams that really want to get him. And that will change everything. Could one of those teams have been Las Vegas? Sure. I I never thought so. I doubt it. For a lot of reasons, from the owner, Mark Davis, to the fact that I I think the quarterback here is really good. And from what Josh McDaniel said at the Combine, and everybody has said so far since he's gotten here, is that Carr will be the quarterback going forward, and I think Derek deserves that, and the team is getting better. Derek led this team to the playoffs, got them to the playoffs where they had first and goal at the nine against Joe Burrow and could have knocked Cincinnati out of the playoffs. They didn't do that. So the Raiders are making adjustments with the new front office, a new coaching staff, and trying to get into a position now where they can compete with the other teams in the division. Earlier today, Bilal Nichols from the Bears came to the Raiders. I reached out to Mike North, who was great on social media. Mike, uh, you think this is a quality pickup from the Raiders coming over from the Bears? Tell us why, my friend. Well, first, uh, hello to you, JT, and everybody in Raider land. Well, first, he was in a rotation. He's 25 years old. Uh, He can cause turnovers, pretty active. He plays almost every game. That's important when you're giving the guy a lot of money. And you want him to basically do the job for you. And then he also had the burden of not knowing if Akeem Hicks, who was the big money guy that uh, played sporadically the last couple of years, was injured a lot. He didn't know until maybe sometimes on game day where he was going to be under rotation, whether he was going to start or not. I thought the kid, here's how I judge things. When I'm watching a Bear game, how many times do you hear a guy's name? How much time does he play? For the time he plays, and if he gets more playing time with the Raiders, he's a good he's a good pickup uh, for the for the, for the uh, Raiders right now. JT, I, I was really happy to see that uh, he landed on his feet. He seemed to be a guy that gave effort last year, and he did play mm-hmm. seventeen games. Yeah, he played a lot of games. Ball Nichols is new defensive tackle for the Raiders. Mike North joins us, the all-time king of Chicago radio. Mike, how is it there with no Khalil Mack? And Nichols, he's a young player. I thought that with his contract there, the Raiders didn't break the bank. I thought the Bears would want to keep a player like this. And on top of the fact that Mack left, what's everybody saying in Chicago as they're trying to rebuild that defense and they're purging some money? Well, it's an unmitigated disaster right now for Bear fans. I was the only guy in this whole city that has been consistent with Mitch Trubisky and saying that it's 
but it's 29 and 21. Uh, playing for Matt Nagy and making two playoff appearances was a developing quarterback. Uh, most of the media didn't uh, buy it. The national media didn't buy it. And, uh, you know, now the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the uh, uh, all-time great franchises, does buy it. Now, uh, I, I really believe that when you get rid of Khalil Mack and, and, and Trubisky, you're basically saying we're in a rebuild mode. Well, who rebuilds a house every four years? They had a good team. I think all they had to do was retool. I mean, you still got guys like Rokon Smith. You got an underperforming Eddie Jackson. You got a lot of money tied into these guys. Robert Quinn. Khalil Mack was the only guy that the Chargers wanted, folks. Believe me when I say this. Quinn had a good year and a bad year. The other guys, they didn't need. Here's what they want Mack for. They wanted him for Bosa. And usually, if a guy's done, the former team will help pick up some of the tab. The Chargers said, nah, here's a couple draft picks for this stud. We'll pay the, we'll pay the salary. It's no burden for us because he's going to help us get to the promised land. Mike North joins us in Chicago, my longtime friend, also a great handicapper before we get to the tournament. Bilal Nichols, the defensive tackle, comes from the mm-hmm. Bears to the Raiders earlier today here. Uh, Mike, I, I just find it fascinating what's happening with this quarterback carousel. Do, do you have a comment on Baker Mayfield breaking down? I mean, all Deshaun Watson did was come there for a meeting, and Baker's going on social media saying goodbye to everybody. And I don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to end up, but I think he's a superstar in this league. He's cleared his name criminally. But do you think the commissioner, if he can clear his name when it comes to all these other lawsuits individually, can start and play this year coming off a blockbuster trade if Houston agrees? Anybody that's been accused by 22 women will never clear himself in my world, okay, Mm -hmm. or in a lot of people's world. The the, the settlement stuff, uh, you don't settle if you didn't do anything. So let's just go from there. No, I wanted Watson for the Bears. They didn't. I don't even think they interviewed him. Uh, and this is the type of franchise I'm talking about with the Chicago Bears. They might have had a, a, a telephone conversation. When that didn't happen, I took Trubisky. Uh, I said, okay, I'm going to be sold on this guy after a couple of years. Uh, the Bears always make the wrong plays. When, you, when I see pro football focus say that Nichols may not is the most overrated free agent, at 25 years old, a kid out of Delaware, they don't know that. Because you know what? I'll give everybody an example last year, or a couple of years ago. Leonard Floyd couldn't play dead for the Bears, which means he can play for somebody else. He went over to the Rams. He's got 20 sacks in two years. So everybody thought that Leonard Floyd being signed by the Rams was a stupid decision. No, it wasn't. You sign somebody from the Bears, whether it's Trubisky, Mack, Leonard Floyd, you're going to be a better player somewhere else. Mike North, as we wrap it up, Mike, I, I have to turn in my brackets like everybody, and I'm leaning towards Duke. I'm leaning towards Duke. Am I nuts? I, I I'm into fairy tale endings. Coach K is a two seed. He's not a four seed, a twelve seed. He's a two seed. They're coming off dramatic losses. I think he can get in the head, but they'd have to go through Gonzaga. So is your handicap in the tournament and ready to jump in with advice on who to play? I've had Krakenberg or other insiders tell me this week, mm-hmm. you know, maybe bet the first half unders, maybe bet some of these underdogs just to cover and not win. What's your philosophy going into the NCAA tournament on how to make money? I make out one bracket, but I make money on individual games, JT. I'll tell you this about Duke, and I love Coach K. I- I, I, I think he's a Chicago guy, one of the great guys. But the problem is, just like with that loss they had at Cameron, everybody was shocked. 
wait a minute. You got five 19, 20-year-old kids, and you got the 50 greatest Duke players, including Christian Leitner, staring at you, saying you better win for our coach. I think the burden of Coach K in his last mm-hmm. season is going to take a toll on this basketball team. They, you know, they don't have, like they used to, JT, the main guy, Leitner, Hurley, Hill, the guy that stood above them all. They got a bunch of good players, no doubt about it. But they're not household names. They're young. And you know what? Uh, I think this has been a burden for this team. I hope they can do it for Coach K. I don't think it's going to happen for him. It's too hard a a deal. But I'd like to see him win a couple games. The last thing you want to see after the debacle at Cameron was them losing to maybe San Diego State or somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got to come out. There could be a great matchup with Tom Izzo in that second round game. You know what? It's a wide-open tournament. It's a wide-open tournament. I mean, there's teams like Murray State who are very good that nobody even knows about. Hey, Mike, thanks on the Nichols update, the Bear coming over to the Raiders. We needed that today from someone who watched every play. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Have a great St. Patrick's Day. You're the best, buddy. Thank you very much. Take care. Mike North, uh, Bears insider on Nichols, who comes over, the defensive tackle for the Silver and Black. Uh, That deal announced very early this morning, and the Raiders have a starting defensive tackle who stays on the field, very active player, turns the ball over. And again, Mike talked about the inconsistency of who was going to be playing around him. And Khalil Mack, I thought, is a very consistent player. Khalil, problem with Khalil Mack, even when he came to the Raiders, everybody knew how good he was, but there was a lot of one-on-one coverage when he exploded with the Raiders. When he went to Chicago, he's double-teamed and triple-teamed on almost every play. And believe me, if the Raiders, and Yannick Ngakwe is a very good player, but if the Raiders didn't get Chandler Jones, you would see more and more of a double-team on Max Crosby because Max is always double-teamed now. He's gained so much respect early in his career that he's going to be chipped with the running back or a tight end going forward. So now we got an idea of what the Raiders have done here, and it is only Wednesday. Feels like Thursday. It's only Wednesday. First couple of days were very slow for the Raiders, but don't you see now, everybody? And that's what I hope we hear on the phones today. Can we give credit to where credit's due on how Dave Ziegler sat back and waited for the price to come down and went after a couple of players, and they're announcing that as the league year begins? Jay in Vegas, thanks for waiting. Appreciate you calling us. What's happening? What's up, JT, man? I appreciate you taking my call, man. Thank you. Uh so I've been hearing all week, you know, especially like from Gangster Raiders saying, you know, things ain't happening right now because the team is trying to be fiscally responsible or whatever, and that's all good. Actually, I agree with that. But to be honest with you, with all due respect, I don't see how this how this deal with Chandler Jones uh, is fiscally responsible. Now, I'm a big Yannick Ngakwe fan, and I'm sad to see him go because I thought he had a great uh, rapport with Max, and the two of them made an awesome duo. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that – Chandler Jones can't have that type of connection with Max, you know, uh, it, that could very well happen. But where, where I kind of scratch my head a little bit is I, I took the last three years of both players. And as far as, you know, when you go in and look at solo tackles, Chandler Jones had two more than Unique. When you look at uh, tackles for a loss, Unique had 28 more tackles. He had 28 tackles for loss. Chandler Jones had 24. When you look at sacks, uh, Chandler had 30 and a half and Yannick had 26. So, I mean, they're basically the same player the last three years. But the big difference, JT, is that uh, Yannick is about five years younger and a, was a whole lot cheaper. 
So I don't, I don't really, you know, I understand why maybe that, why they did that move because of the history that they have with Chandler Jones. But I thought we were, we would be just fine with Yannick and and Max going forward. So you know, and as far as like the Bilal Nichols, you know, I mean, he he was productive, I think, in part because of Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks being in there. Now I'm glad that they didn't. I feel like they didn't over overreach and overpay for this guy, and we'll see what he has, you know, to to bring to the table. But you know, it's free agency is not over yet. You know, I'm hoping that they still have, you know, uh, Stephon Gilmore in their sights. I would like to see them, you know, go after him, and I would really like to see them get uh, Billy Turner, you know, from the mm-hmm. from the Packers. You know, he's a free agent. Right. I think we need to shore up his offensive line. So, you know, that's just yeah. my thought, JT. Thanks I appreciate it. Hey, look, I'm, I'm happy you pushed back on that. Chandler Jones is not cheap. Uh, Benjamin Albright, great NFL insider, said over the last two full seasons, both 19 and 21, Von Miller, let's make a comparison, Von Miller to Chandler Jones. Not to Yannick Ngakwe, Von Miller, who's a better player than Yannick Ngakwe. Von had 17 and a half sacks, Chandler Jones 29 and a half. Von had 37 quarterback hits. And Chandler Jones had 52. And here's one. Von Miller, five forced fumbles. Chandler Jones, 14 forced fumbles. Chandler Jones is a better player than Yannick Ngakwe. And he's been trending higher up than Von Miller, who's going to the Hall of Fame. And again, Chandler Jones, because of his 107 and a half sacks, most since 2012, and his Super Bowl ring and what he has left in the tank is a projected Hall of Famer projected Hall of Famer right now. You could say if Chandler Jones did not play another game, you could argue him for the Hall of Fame. Now, I wouldn't have him in. I still think he's got to play a couple of big years here in Vegas, and that's what Dave Ziegler believes, along with Josh McDaniels, that they have a player that can go out and do that. When we talk football, we talk about Doghouse Saloon. Inside Resorts World, that's my home for Monday Night Football. We're looking to do much more with them as they activate all their restaurants, their lounges, their bars, their pool. It's the most expensive and premier property in this country when it comes to a casino. And we want more and more locals to show up, come to the great shows that they have in the theater, come to the great restaurants. But more importantly, go to Doghouse and check out what they do. They have that sports book inside Doghouse. So you can make your bets, have the great food menu, the drink specials, and watch the game in a really big, spacious spot to watch sports. Doghouse Saloon, official partner here of us as we get you ready for March Madness tomorrow. Anybody want to uh, talk me off my Duke pick? I got about six or seven more hours to do it. I'm probably not going to get that one right, but do I go back again? Do I go back again to Gonzaga? Oh, last couple of years I've been disappointed. 702-365-9200. When we come back, the Golden Knights are in the tank. They're in the tank right now. What can save the season? God knows it's not the goaltenders they have. Someone needs to wake up. And more on the very active day for the Raiders as you're listening to the flagship station of the Raiders, Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. 